Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Batten down the hatches and tighten your grip. It's time for another adrenalized, high-octane episode of the one and only Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. We're tearing down the walls and setting the stage on fire with hard-hitting advice and strategy to turn your investing dreams into reality. This is no ordinary podcast. This is the ultimate battle royale of knowledge and insights. Our first title match of the day, what you must know about real estate investing before you quit your day job. Here, we put fear in a chokehold and slammed out to the ground. We're going to unlock the secrets and lay down the law on what it takes to leap from your 9-to-5 grind into the lucrative world of real estate investing. Coming up in the second bout, how to buy your first rental property, including a step-by-step checklist. It's time to lace up your boots and step into the ring of real estate. And we've got the foolproof game plan to guide you every step of the way. We're breaking down the barriers and giving you a checklist to score your first knockout in the rental property arena. And hold on to your seats because our deal of the week is about to blow the roof off the octagon with a creatively financed cash flow property package. This is no standard issue deal. This is a strategic masterstroke of creative financing that's going to blow your mind and ignite your portfolio. Finally, we're winding up with a double whammy. The good news of the week and this week in crypto are coming at you fast and furious. So get ready, get set, and brace for impact. Hey, strap in. It's time for the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. We'll be your guides as we navigate the housing market, the landscape of creative financing strategies, and everything you need to swap that office chair for a beach chair. If you're looking for some one-on-one help, meet us at reiace.com. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Are you considering quitting your day job to pursue real estate investing? I quit. Hey, listen, I quit. Well, before you take the leap, it's crucial to arm yourself with the right knowledge and make the right moves. I felt many make the leap, so it's totally doable. But there are essential factors to consider, specific steps to take, and you don't want to get them out of order. If you get it wrong, it'll be back to resumes, job fairs, and interviews for you. But if you get it right, the rewards of your commitment, bold moves, and efforts await you in the world of real estate investing. So before you quit your day job for real estate investing, there are 10 areas of your life and business that deserve your attention and your consideration. First thing, you got a few questions to ask yourself, three of them specifically. Question number one, what about your current situation is really frustrating you? I mean, take a moment to pinpoint the exact issue. I mean, do you think it's the people, the environment, or the work itself? A little bit of self-reflection is going to help you determine whether the problem can be solved within your current situation or if you actually do need to go out on your own. Second question, 
Are you willing and able to forego benefits like health insurance and retirement contributions? You know, that employee match. Consider the cost of purchasing health insurance, especially if others in your family depend on you. At the very least, make those last doctor and dentist appointments before you quit. And the third question, is the timing right? Take into account the timing of your decision to quit. You know, what is your current workload like? Are you in the middle of the busiest season or working on a large project? Because to leave on good terms, you might want to honor your commitments to avoid leaving your team in a bind. Because there's no way to predict when you might cross paths with someone again. And it's just not cool to break your word. You want to maximize the money. And more on that in just a minute. But if you like your quarterly bonus or your holiday vacation, it might be a good idea to wait. Now, the second thing that deserves your attention, you'll want to manage your expectations. And here's what I mean. Picture this. You're standing at the edge of a vast ocean of possibilities, ready to embark on your entrepreneurial voyage. But before you set sail, you must understand that the first step lies within your mindset. Entrepreneurship isn't just about owning a business. It's a way of thinking and approaching life. It requires embracing a growth mindset where challenges become opportunities, Failures become valuable lessons and success is viewed as a journey rather than a destination. To truly thrive as an entrepreneur, you must let go of limiting beliefs and embrace a mindset that believes in infinite possibilities. It's about seeing setbacks as stepping stones and staying adaptable in the face of change and constantly seeking new ways to innovate and improve. I mean, you've been taught your whole life likely to be an employee who looks for a job, not an entrepreneur who creates jobs. I mean, you probably have good employee skills, but they're not the same as entrepreneurial skills. I mean, most entrepreneurs fail to build a business even with the appropriate entrepreneurial skills. Instead, they work hard to build a job that they own. In the meantime, they become self-employed, which is fine for a while, as long as they have an eye on creating a business. Most entrepreneurs, they, they work longer hours and make less per hour than their employees. And because of this, many quit. And employees who turn entrepreneur don't really understand the concept of working for free when they first start out. Employees, they continue to think like employees. They want a steady paycheck. And it's okay to want it, but it can be rather inconsistent in the beginning. And when it comes to failure, you can't let it get you down. You got to look at your failures as lessons instead. Take failure as an opportunity to practice your performance and perfect your technique. Embrace your failures. You're still learning. Making mistakes and learning from them, that's just part of the process. And making mistakes faster will get you through the process faster. I mean, the other option is just to quit. And then there you've been spit out of the process by the process. With that said, the third thing to consider, it's easier to stick it out if you maximize your money and credit before you quit. I mean, make sure you understand how your 401k or other money will work before you goof up anything vital. Because access to other people's money will directly affect your ability to build your business and your overall wealth. I mean, throughout Epic Invest Ed, that's our virtual training center here at Epic Real Estate, I show you many ways how to access other people's money for real estate investing. But I can't help you access institutional money once you've left your job. Because most likely, it won't be available to you for at least a year, likely two. Banks, credit unions, savings and loans, credit cards. I mean, once you're officially out on your own, it may take a while for them to even look at you. So before you quit, Make an appointment with your local banker, maybe a few, to see what you qualify for. I mean, with regard to purchase loans, real estate loans, you're going to want to use as many of those as the banks will approve you for. And you will have to do that before you quit. Maximizing your credit lines, that would also make sense. 
I mean, call all of your credit card companies and ask for credit limit increases and or apply for new cards. I mean, to do that in one swoop, you can do that over at epicfastfunding.com and do that while you're still working. The credit lines over there and get all the way up to $150,000 and they're based off of your credit score and job income. And it's only 60 seconds to apply online and they'll go ahead and they'll do the rest, epicfastfunding.com. Now, once you've leveraged maximum support from your day job, here's the fourth thing, to get the support of your family and spouse. Because the decision to quit your job will affect others in your life. So talk to your family first. I mean, you might need your spouse or your kids to help you with some cost-cutting plans and to be involved in your new venture right away. In our turnkey investment operation, Cashflow Savvy, we see a lot of couples who just can't get on the same page financially as well as past coaching clients who didn't meet their expectations. I mean, I've had a hundred of these types of conversations at least. And what I consistently find is, and this is the typical scenario, that taking on a full-time career in real estate investing, it's typically not their first attempt to give up their job and go do something else. There have probably been a bunch of failed attempts before this decision. So your spouse is probably thinking this latest idea is just another one of those things. So you gotta be on the same page with your spouse, the same page with your family, and let them know that this time is different. This time you're going to move forward. This time you're going to stick to it. And then you got to stick to it. Don't quit your day job until you know you're going to follow through. Your family, they're depending on you. And to take some stress off of them, and you especially, what do your reserves look like? And this is the fifth thing to consider. And I'd recommend nothing less than 12 months worth of reserves before you quit. Because these reserves won't just be for you and your family, but also for your business. When you go out on your own, you'll have an entirely new set of expenses, business expenses. So you need to prepare yourself for inconsistent income, especially in the beginning, because it can be rough every once in a while. Now, support from your family and support from your finances, unfortunately, is not enough. You'll find pretty quickly that entrepreneurship can be a very lonely existence if you're not intentional about this. Number six, creating your environment. Specifically, surround yourself with a supportive tribe of mentors, advisors, and like-minded individuals who share your passion for real estate. This network becomes your secret weapon for growth and prosperity. You'll know exactly what I mean the first time a deal drops out of escrow and you missed out on a $50,000 payday. I mean, do you think you're gonna get support and understanding or advice from your buddy who doesn't even make $50,000 in a year? You won't, not the kind that you need at least. Building a strong network starts by seeking out experienced mentors who have already walked the path that you're embarking on. I mean, these wise individuals will provide guidance, they'll share their insights, and they'll become your beacon of inspiration during times of uncertainty, during times of disappointment. But it doesn't stop there. This is a people business. So you want to attend networking events and join online communities and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are equally driven to succeed in real estate. I mean, every conversation, every handshake, and every interaction has the potential to unlock new doors of opportunity for you. You're going to find the, the conversations to be very different than you're having right now. The ideas shared to be very different than you're getting and the resources and the connections to carry the potential to propel you forward faster than you could ever expect as a new entrepreneur. All of that's going to be available to you through these relationships. So by nurturing and cultivating your network, you open doors to joint ventures, to partnerships and collaborations that amplify your capabilities and expand your reach. Next thing, number seven, learn to embrace leverage. I mean, it's the ultimate force multiplier that allows you to achieve more with less. It comes in various forms, such as leveraging people, leveraging money, and leveraging time. By leveraging people, you tap into the power of teamwork and collaboration. So surround yourself with talented individuals who 
complement your skills, and share your vision. Together, you can achieve remarkable results that surpass what any single person could accomplish alone. Now, leveraging money, that opens doors to new opportunities, whether it's securing financing, partnering with investors, or creatively structuring deals. Strategic use of financial leverage can accelerate your business growth and multiply your returns exponentially. And let's not forget about the precious resource of time. By focusing on high-value activities for you and outsourcing the repetitive mundane tasks to somebody else, you free yourself to work on what truly drives your business forward. And when you wield leverage over number eight, a systemized business, the magic you envision will be real. It'll be time to pinch yourself to confirm that you're actually living in reality. It's like this. Imagine a well-oiled machine where every task is executed seamlessly, resources are optimized, and productivity soars. That's the power of creating efficient and scalable systems within your real estate business. Now, although this doesn't necessarily have to be in place before you quit your day job, it's so important to your long-term success and happiness that it is worth at least touching on it and preparing for it. So you'll begin by identifying the repetitive tasks and processes that consume your time and your energy. Then design streamlined workflows and standard operating procedures that eliminate bottlenecks and maximize productivity. You'll leverage technology, automation, software solutions, and tools that simplify your operations from customer relationship management to project management. These systems will empower you to focus on what truly matters, growing your business. That's what we do here at Epic via my private client group. So if you'd like to work directly with me and my team to take you from six to seven figures, go to reiace.com and tell me a little about your ambitions and what you'd like to work on together, and then I'll get you all the details. Number nine, commit fully. No plan B allowed. So burning bridges and fully committing to your new path, this is a crucial step on your journey to success. I mean, it's just too easy to shift to plan B when things aren't playing out the way that you'd hope they would. Embrace changes in the market, changes in the laws and the policies, uh, the economy, changes in partnerships and relationships. I mean, the only thing that doesn't change is that things are always changing. So you got to be flexible. You got to be nimble. You got to always be learning. If you can do all of those, you're going to be just fine, but only if you're fully committed. Number 10, cash is king. So start with quick flips. The easiest way to learn the business and make money during the process is through the quick flips. You'll learn to find deals, negotiate deals, secure deals, and flip deals. And this is really important. You want to always be flipping. And here's why. It's true that the real wealth creation is in holding income properties, but the flips, they keep the machine running. It's happened to me multiple times in my life where I found myself asset rich and cash poor because I stopped flipping because I was determined to hold everything. Now, if you've got the resources to support you, then that, I guess you could bypass this, but don't do that if you don't. You must be a master at flipping properties and stacking cash. We'll be back with more right after this. Matt Terrio, investor, tell us where the deals are. Today's creatively financed property package is in St. Louis, Missouri. And tell us what the numbers are. How does not one, not two, but four single-family rental properties in the heart of St. Louis, Missouri sound for a start? Oh, and we're talking about a package deal that promises a bargain like no other. Let's jump in our time machine and party like it's 2021, back when interest rates were at record lows. With a creative financing strategy known as Subject To, you can take over the existing loan balance of $272,000 at a captivating 5.45% APR. That's right, you get to enjoy a lower-than-market interest rate with no need for a new loan. 
Zillow places the combined value of these properties at a substantial $496,000. However, a healthy bunch of comparable sales reflecting true market value add up to an even more impressive $560,000 with a sales price for all four properties set at just $529,600. You'll step into this deal with immediate equity. That's financial growth from day one. These aren't just properties. They're already functioning homes with property management and long-term tenants in place. They're reliable performers with rents currently at 15% below market rate, indicating a massive growth potential for you as an investor. Sure, you might need to consider an estimated $10,000 of deferred maintenance per property at tenant turnover, but worry not, the seller will provide a maintenance credit at close to cover your costs. And guess what? Each property is up to code, clean, safe, and carries a stellar history of performance. The icing on the cake, the seller will cover all closing costs, leaving you with extra padding in your financial cushion. Now let's talk location. St. Louis, a city with a growing population and a bustling economy, is a haven for real estate investment. These properties are conveniently located in sought-after neighborhoods with easy access to highways and public transportation ensuring your tenants a quality of life that will keep them renting long-term. So are you ready to secure four cash-flowing investment opportunities in one savvy swoop? If you snooze, you lose. So don't let this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity pass you by. To learn more about these properties and others just like them, grab your free investor package from cashflowsavvy.com. Until next time, stay savvy, investors! Ever hear someone say, I have too much money? Me neither. Let's get you some more. Back to the show. So you want to buy your first rental property. Well, that's good. It's one of the most important investments that you can make for your future. Done wrong, it could be disastrous, however. Done right, it can be a great way to generate passive income, build long-term wealth, and achieve financial freedom. So let's focus on that. 10 key steps to doing it right. And I'll share with you three secrets that I've learned that you won't see or hear anywhere else. And when we're done, I'll give you a checklist so that you don't forget anything, particularly something that could cost you some money or cost you an opportunity. You ready? Let's go. Step one, setting your investment goals. You want to establish what you are hoping to achieve. So begin with the end in mind. I mean, are you looking to generate passive income, build long-term wealth, or achieve financial freedom? Maybe all three? I mean, for sure, why not? But knowing which one of those is most important to you will help guide your investment decisions and ensure that you're on track to achieve your objectives. Step two, understanding your financing options. I mean, there are a variety of financing options available for rental property investments, including conventional mortgages, government-backed loans, asset-based loans, and my personal favorite, creative financing strategies like seller financing and subject to and private money or a combination of all of those. Limiting your financing options will limit your growth options. So Based on where you're starting, it might make sense to check out the free training that I put together at Creative Financing 101. Go to creativefinancing.us. And I don't need your name or your email address or anything like that. It's there for you to start watching right away. Step three, finding the right property. Now, this may involve researching local rental markets, identifying areas with high rental demand, and and evaluating potential properties based on factors such as location, condition, and potential for rental income. That's what traditional wisdom would tell you. And it's not wrong. But here's secret number one. After almost 20 years of investing in income property, oh, that hurts to say, where did the time go? Anyway, what has proved to be more valuable than a good rental market is a good property manager. 
and do not underestimate what I'm about to say. A good property manager can turn mediocre markets and even bad ones into a great investment experience for you. And a bad property manager can turn the best rental market into an investment disaster. So do as much due diligence on your property manager as the property itself, and you'll be way ahead of the game. You know, contrary to popular belief, real estate investments are very safe. It's the people that are involved that make it risky. Along with the how to buy your first rental property checklist, I'll also give you a copy of the four hour work month, the 10 commandments to managing property managers. Step four, analyzing potential rental income. You know, most people will tell you to carefully analyze a property's potential rental income before making an offer on a property. I recommend doing it after your offer had been accepted. And this is secret number two. You see the real estate market, it's competitive and it will be for the foreseeable future. So if you see a property that you like, jump on it, make the offer before someone else does. And then if you come to find that you've made a mistake, your standard real estate purchase agreement gives you permission to cancel the contract without penalty. The contract gives you that permission. So use it to your advantage. That's what savvy investors do. And that's why you're watching this. It's who you want to be. So be it. Once your offer has been accepted, now you'll want to calculate expected rental income and the expenses such as property taxes and maintenance costs and assessing the property's potential for appreciation over time. And with regard to appreciation, it's a guessing game as to when it will appreciate. So don't put too much weight on it when making your investment decision, because in reality, you just don't know. This is what we do know, though. Equity happens. Appreciation is the icing on the cake when it comes to investing in real estate. It's not the cake that everyone thinks it is. It's more important to confirm that your property pays you more than it costs you while you wait for your appreciation. Step five, conducting due diligence. So before you close, conduct thorough due diligence. I mean, this may involve, but certainly it's not limited to performing a thorough physical inspection of the property, reviewing the financial records and leases and, and verifying property boundaries and zoning regulations. And I'll give you that checklist too when we're done. Now, step six, securing insurance and licenses. And this may include securing property insurance, liability insurance, and any necessary licenses or permits required by your local government. And your closing agent is typically a good resource to tap into for what you need here. Step seven, managing your property. You know, effective property management is the most critical component of long-term profitability and success as a rental property investor. This may involve maintaining open communication with tenants, performing necessary repairs and maintenance, and, and optimizing your marketing strategy to maximize rental income potential. But my experience, it's shown me that it can be thankless work and very low paying work for your time at that. A good property manager is well worth the eight to 12% that they ask for. Your time is much better spent looking for your next investment. Step eight, maximizing rental income potential. And this may involve setting competitive rental rates, reducing expenses, and optimizing your marketing strategy, and considering alternative sources of rental income like parking, storage, appliances, utilities, and pet rent. You know, 25 extra bucks per month here, 50 extra bucks per month over there, that's gonna have a significant impact on your return on investment. An exponential one, in fact. You know, with the rise in demand for short-term rentals, mid-term rentals, assisted living, student housing, game day rentals, experience-based rentals, there are so many ways to maximize your rental income above and beyond a traditional rental property. So keep your options open. Step nine, building positive tenant relationships. And this may involve maintaining open communication, respecting tenants' needs, and providing a high-quality living experience. You are an investor, but depending on how you rent your property, 
you can take on the role of an operator and service provider too. You know, directly or indirectly, you are in the hospitality industry. So creating good relationships with and good experiences for your tenants can produce steady long-term income and growth. Step 10, developing a long-term investment strategy. You know, owning only one house, whether you live in it or rent it out to someone else, by the time you reach the age of 65, and this is secret number three, on average, that translates to your wealth being 40 times that of someone that didn't buy a house. So what if you bought just two over your lifetime? I mean, it's up to you how far you want to take it, but when done right, most people always wish that they had bought more. At the very least, I'm glad you're on your way to your first. All right, if you'd like copies of the My First Rental Property Checklist, the 10 Commandments to Managing Property Managers, and the Due Diligence Checklist, I made it really easy for you and uploaded them all together at the4hourworkmonth.com. Go there and they're yours for free. Or we here could just do it all for you. You call the shots and we'll do all the work. And you don't pay us a thing for that either. So I've got some free information for you on that too with regard to how that works. So you can go to cashflowsavvy.com if you like them apples. Thanks for sitting tight while we pay our light bill. We'll be back right after this. Mainstream media is ripping us apart. This is news to bring us together and make some money in the process. Now, you might have heard that the inventory of new homes for sale in the U.S. has dwindled down to just 70,000. But hold on to your hard hats because this is actually great news for our real estate investors. You see, Scarcity drives demand, which in turn inflates property values. So for those with property on the market, your assets value just got a turbo boost. It may make sense to buy more right now, despite your feelings about the current interest rates, because let's not forget our hardworking home builders who are capitalizing on this low existing inventory. With the limited existing homes available, it's left them with an opportunity. They're breaking ground left, right, and center crafting more homes to quench this parched market. Talk about making hay while the sun shines, or in this case, building homes while the market's hot. It may not seem like the market is hot considering the resale market is getting a little thin. Buyers are turning towards these brand new homes. Sales of new homes are rising like perfectly baked sourdough loaves straight from the oven. And for those investors with a piece of the construction pie, it's a lucrative turn of events. If you've been paying attention to Matt, the last three years, he's predicted this all along. There isn't a better opportunity for the average person over the next decade than in the real estate market. Whether that be as a business or as a passive investor, the supply and demand dynamic is tilted heavily in your favor. In sports, brace yourselves because we have a phenomenal story that just teed off on the sports field. Picture this, a sunny day, a packed crowd, the tension so thick you could cut it with a knife and then a triumphant cheer erupts, reverberating across the PGA Championship's verdant expanse. Who is at the heart of the spectacle, you ask? It's none other than Michael Block, a name now etched in golfing history. Block is a club teaching pro from Mission Viejo, California, who had the major performance of his life at the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, saw his weekend get even better. This incredible golfer made the impossible look easy with a hole-in-one during the final round at the PGA Championship. While Block finished the tournament one over par, he qualified for the 2024 PGA Championship while earning close to $300,000 this weekend. To put that into perspective, that's equivalent to him giving 2,400 golf lessons at his day job. 
No doubt he'll be charging more per hour now. Shifting gears, let's dip into the world of cinema. If there's one thing that's going to heat up our summer more than the sun, it's the lineup of summer movies for 2023. From Barbie, adding a sprinkle of pink and an ounce of glamour to Pirates of the Caribbean, The Final Voyage, taking us on a swashbuckling ride across the high seas. There's an exciting reel of tales waiting to unfurl on the silver screen. A few more that may get your mentions that'll lift you up. Star Wars. Rogue Squadron, directed by Patty Jenkins, this much-anticipated next chapter in the Star Wars saga, is set to take audiences on a thrilling journey through galaxies far, far away. Jurassic World, Dominion. Dinosaurs rule the Earth once more in this latest Jurassic World installment, marking a thrilling conclusion to the saga that started in 2015. Thor Love and Thunder, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, returns with this electrifying Thor sequel, set to explore new and uncharted territories. The Flash, the DC Extended Universe races forward with this standalone Flash movie, aiming to redefine speed in the superhero genre. Avatar 2, James Cameron returns to the director's chair for this sequel to the record-breaking Avatar, inviting audiences back to the world of Pandora after over a decade. Mission Impossible. 8. Tom Cruise is back as Ethan Hunt in this latest installment of the Mission Impossible franchise, promising edge-of-your-seat action and nail-biting suspense. This roster of films sets the stage for a summer filled with action, adventure, comedy, and thrills, offering something for every moviegoer. And that wraps up our good news for this week. Remember, you are the architects of your own happiness. It's contagious, so let's spread it far and wide. Until next time, stay positive, stay invested, and keep making those savvy moves. It's not a passing fad, it's the future of money. What happened this week in cryptocurrency? Kicking things off with our first bite, according to Coindesk, the popularity of Bitcoin hodling is soaring. For those unacquainted with the term, hodl is crypto slang for hold on for dear life. It appears that despite the roller coaster nature of Bitcoin's value, many of you digital devotees are still keeping a firm grip on your virtual treasure chests. So whether you're a hodler, trader, or a spender, It's a refreshing reminder that optimism in this digital realm is alive and well. Next up, we have some intriguing news. Bitcoin's correlation with stocks is taking a nosedive. What does this mean for us? Well, it seems Bitcoin is reverting to its old self, the maverick that doesn't dance to Wall Street's tunes, K33. Research suggests this declining correlation revives Bitcoin's appeal for investors. So the next time someone tells you that Bitcoin follows Wall Street, remind them it's got moves of its own. Our final story comes straight from the crypto prophet herself, Kathy Wood. She foresees a crypto exodus from the U.S. as regulations tighten. But hey, before you start packing your bags and hunting for your digital passports, remember, change isn't always bad. Just like how the Bitcoin mining exodus from China led to a greener and more decentralized Bitcoin network. This potential exodus could open up novel opportunities for innovation in the global blockchain arena. That's it for this week's Crypto Chronicles. Keep calm, trade on, and may Satoshi's spirit guide you to digital prosperity. See you in the next block. And that wraps up the epic show. If you found this episode valuable, who else do you know that might too? There's a really good chance you know someone else who would. And when their name comes to mind, please share it with them and ask them to click the subscribe button when they get here and I'll take great care of them. God loves you and so do I. Health, peace, blessings, and success to you. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.